My next guest is the co-founder, principal, and chief visionary officer of Rappaport, Rikus Capital Management, and the author of Maximize Your Return on Life, Invest Your Time and Money in What You Value Most. With more than 30 years of experience in wealth management, she and I discuss holiday budgeting, smart holiday shopping, and alternative gift ideas. Sherry Greco Rikus, welcome to The Shundria Show. How are you today? I am great, and thanks for having me. It's hard to believe the holidays are almost here. And they're here! Oh my I know. Previous year, and now we're doing it all over again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now let's talk about you. You bring more than 30 years of experience in wealth management, which I think is so impressive. Um, tell me about your inspiration for helping others make better financial decisions. Yeah, I think it goes back to, um, I started in banking. My dad had community banks. And I kept seeing clients coming in and the biggest stress they had was money. And I, he kind of put me in this rotation system and I started doing some of the lending areas. And I just thought, if I can find a way in my life to take the stress, I love numbers, I love people, and I wanted to have people have less stress. So I got into the wealth management business. I started in public accounting and then I went into banking and then started my own firm in 2005. Awesome. Was math a strength of yours when you were in grade school? Always. I used to play with the calculator and play with the numbers. I, I thought math was so easy. I always loved math. And to me, it was always um, a challenge to try to solve the problems. And it was always a joy for me. So love math. That's beautiful. Absolutely. So with Christmas time and the season of gift giving, let's talk about holiday spending now. So when should we start budgeting for holiday gifts? When's the best time? The best time is in January when you set your overall budget. I know that uh, kind of seems like it's far off, but you want to put that as part of your overall budget, almost have a line item for gifts. It's not just holiday spending, but you have birthday gifts. You might have weddings coming up this year. You may have other big expenses for gifts. So gifts should be definite line item on your budget. Wow, that's uh, that's interesting to hear you say January. I thought maybe you would say summer, <laughs> but January yeah. be like planning for the entire year and kind of thinking like a business is fiscal year in a sense. Right. I mean, you need to revisit it as time goes by and making sure you're in line with your budget. I also recommend, you know, at holiday time, maybe having a budget per person that you're buying a gift for so that you at least have a plan and you're not doing a lot of impulse buying and spending money um, that's not in line with the budget. Wow. Okay. So what are your tips and secrets to smart holiday shopping? For those that, for those of us that have not pl started planning in January, you know, we've reached the point where now we're, you know, we're online shopping, all the deals are coming through, you know, how can we navigate through um, the, the idea of smart holiday shopping? Yeah. I mean, again, like you mentioned before, think of this as kind of like running your own little business here. You have the budget, you have the budget per person, then maybe make another column of what is the item or what do you want to purchase and do your research because um, there's a lot, you know, you open your Facebook, you open Instagram, there's a lot of advertisements, but the first thing you see isn't always the best deal. So I have a few tips here. First of all, do your research, see if you have any coupons out there. And when you go to buy the item, don't buy the first thing you see, especially on some of these retailing sites and Amazon. The first item isn't always the cheapest, but also think of the total cost. It's the item, the shipping, the processing, any other costs that are involved. 
Um, make sure you understand the return policies because you don't want to buy a gift so early and the person might need to return it and might have a problem uh, with the return policies. So that's really uh, important as well. Awesome. So you, you spoke to the Amazons and all the stores that are, you know, starting to roll out all the Black Friday deals and things like that. So, you know, retailers often promote those deep discounts. And like you said, the, the, the top one usually isn't the cheapest, you know, which which in their minds are thinking that they're enticing consumers to spend more. You know, are we really saving when we buy a ton of items on sale? Because you feel like you're, if you're shopping on the clearance racks or the sales rack or, oh, there's a 40 percent off sale at Macy's, et cetera. You know, are we really saving when we buy a lot of things at one time. Right, and I, as my dad once said to my mom when she was so happy with her holiday shopping and all these discounts, he's like, well, these discounts are actually costing me money too. So you have to look at the whole picture. Uh, but there's a principle um, called scarcity where they try to tempt you. You know, they say only three items left. 85 people are looking at this right now. Just take your time. You don't have to click and buy the first thing that you see. Um, also, buyer beware, uh, there's something called um, buy now, pay later, and you want to make sure that you can afford the items and they are in your budget because it's so easy to click and the buy now, pay later, you buy an item and then you pay over four installments. And if you're late, there's additional fees there. So just, you know, be careful when you're shopping, you get excited. And another tip I often say, some of the best gifts that I've received have not been monetary gifts. They've been pictures. They've been a poem one of my daughters gave me. Maybe you'll make a dinner for a family member, baking cookies. It doesn't always have to be something that's bought at the store. Sometimes the most emotional gifts and sentimental gifts are the best. Oh, that's a really thoughtful idea too. Um, and then, you know, if it, it, it really encourages you to think outside of the box too. Um, especially. So sometimes holiday spending can get away from us. You know, how can we avoid the, the guilt of making large purchases on the flip side of that? Yeah. And I, you know, it's not just a guilt when you make purchases for others. It's often, you know, if you buy something for yourself. So I kind of have a, a two question approach. Uh, when you're buying a gift, is it really falling? I, in the book, I talk a lot about values. So do you think the person that you're buying this gift for is going to truly value this gift? Do you feel value giving this gift? And the second question, does it fit and is it in line with your budget? And if you can answer those two questions with a yes, move on, move forward, forget the guilt. But if you can't answer yes to both of those questions, then you might have to revisit that purchase and make sure that it's really in line with both those questions. I really appreciate the psychology element to, to purchases, you know, because, you know, really dissect why we purchase things you know, why do you respond to the ad? Even if it's something we don't need, you know, oh, it's for right. off. What, why did you have to go, did you need new boots, you know? <laughs> right, I mean, you always set this framework. So, you know, an item that's a hundred that is now $40, you think, wow, I have to buy it. It's such a good deal. But is it within your values? Do you think the person you're buying for is really gonna appreciate it? And just cause it's $40, maybe it's not the right purchase. So. Um, I often, you know, I do like that a lot of people are shopping online because I think it can get very nerve wracking and there's a lot of impulse buys when you go into a store. But again, when you go online, just take a breath, have a little sheet, write down what you're buying. And if you spend more on one person, unfortunately, maybe you need to spend less on the next person 
but you know, if you, you, it, you can creep pretty quickly. You spend, a, you know, 10, $15 more on the first person than the second, than the third, all of a sudden you're spending a hundred dollars more than you anticipated with the budget. So just be careful, enjoy it, enjoy giving the gifts. You know, I don't want to be a buzzkill here with the holidays, but just take your time and enjoy because it is the holiday season. And we also have to live after the holiday. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You know, I have a, you know, you'll, at every interview I have, I, I quote my dad who says, you can have anything you want, not everything. So when you think of what you're buying, you know, they can't have everything. So just buy something that you really think will be important. And sometimes less is more. And just being with your family, celebrating with your family is a gift in itself. You mentioned something uh, about maybe not necessarily purchasing a big ticket item and maybe getting more of a sentimental gift. Right. Um, please share your thoughts on alternative gift ideas, such as the gift of stocks, bonds, and crypto. Yeah, I mean, if uh, there's, a, you know, you might have a large position of a certain stock that maybe is important to your family, maybe a grandfather worked there or you bought it at a very early stage. You, you know, you could give shares of the stock and explain to the recipients, the sentimental value and how this is long-term and it's not something to be sold. I'm not sure crypto would be some the high on my list, but I look at it more of a sentimental type of, of gift because that, you know, maybe that stock helped pay for education for the family, or it was somewhere that a family member worked a long time and, and there'd be sentimental value. But the other, you know, gift ideas, like I mentioned, photo albums, homemade gifts, um, maybe, a craft or something that, you know, maybe you make jewelry, you know, something made by hand often has very sentimental value. Maybe an old book that you've had for years that you want to cherish and pass on and move forward to the next generation could be beautiful gifts as well. Well, those are great, absolutely great alternative gift ideas. So you don't have to break the bank. Um, yeah. I definitely take away planning ahead. So, you know, while we're in the holiday season now, definitely once it's over <laughs> to yeah. plan ahead for for next year well i want to thank you so much sherry for being my special guest on the shandria show what is the best way for my viewers to follow your journey and acquire financial management services sure i have a website it's called sherry and you can find it there um, i also am co-founder of rapaport rikus capital management and that's a little easier rrcapital.com but I hope everyone has a great, great holiday season. And even if you can't buy gifts for everyone, just make a few, I was just thinking, make a few extra phone calls to some longtime friends and relatives. Those phone calls and good wishes go a long, long way. So all the best to everyone for a happy and healthy, healthy holiday season.